Our sea soul stars. <laughs> What's shifting, everyone? I'm Chelsea. And Rich's blessings, everyone. I'm Riri. And we're so grateful for your presence and for your love today. Always, always. Thank you so much for being here. If you like today's episode, we'd be so grateful. If you went ahead and rated this podcast five stars wherever you get your podcasts, it helps other star seeds like yourself find us and tune into their remembrance. Yes, girl. All right, let's set the space wherever you are. Yes, get the jingles. Everybody close your eyes. Take a deep breath in for four and out for five. Allow your aura to be surrounded by light. You are here in a safe and sacred place where you will be accepted with love and belonging. Ooh, Amen. I felt honey. that. Good. I felt that in my fucking uterus. That's <laughs> that's the mood we're in today get winner get lost period okay pulling a quote for you the one listening out of all happiness books what's we gonna get today let's see the quote for today is in order to fly you must believe in the invisible Ooh, i like it that's a good trust, baby i was all about trust fly you can. If you want to jump out of a plane, you can. Girl, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta like, because Reem was obvious. I don't know if you ever watched. If you haven't got, go back to the episode Fear. I don't know what number that was, but it was one of our earlier episodes. Reema talks about her going skydiving. And in that moment, she said that I just couldn't picture you <laughs> like just outside. I of believe the plane. I could fly. I believe I could fly. <laughs> Oh my god, mood. Amazing. Well, everybody, welcome or welcome back, I guess, to episode 11 of Universe University, where for 12 episodes total, we're breaking down each universal law in depth. If you're interested in learning about the last 10 laws that we have covered, feel free to pause us right here and go back and take a listen. But if you're staying with us, then get ready. We're about to break down the yin and yang of all laws. Today's law is none other than the law of gender. So get your notepads out, grab a pen and paper. Class is in session. (laughs) All right, guys, welcome back. So yes, as you just heard me mention, to me, this law really is like the yin and yang of all laws. Um, And if you're not familiar with the yin and yang, um, this really is like a Chinese um, philosophy, I guess, concept, philosophical concept, if you want to call it that, that describes like opposite forces, which are actually like interconnected. And that's how I feel, again, about the law of gender. And so the law of gender also good time to kind of point out that it's similar to the law of polarity. So once again, go ahead back and check on that law. We've already covered it. And the law of polarity is about opposites, right? Two poles. Um, but the law of Polarity is also about like the opposites of anything and everything. So where the law of gender kind of differs is now we're looking at two energies specifically, which are masculine and feminine. So it's a little bit more um, specific. Okay. And so one thing to get out, out of the way 
right off top is that even though this law uses the word gender, it can be a little confusing because, you know, we just want to clarify that we aren't actually re uh, referring to or referencing like sex or gender, as we note in the terms of being male or female, or I guess as it relates to like organs in your you know, genitalia, whatever you came here with. Um, but instead, <laughs> the law of gender is a representation of actually just, again, like I said, the two opposing types of energy, um, masculine and feminine, that actually nurtures and drives all of us. Mm -hmm. So, and actually not, not even just all of us, but like everything. And the law actually states that. It says that, you know, everything in the world has a masculine and a feminine. Everything is masculine and feminine. And it exists even throughout all of nature. And what's so crazy is that when I was thinking about, you know, this law, and of course, like me and Rima always like go over some like notes beforehand and, and get the whole episode done for you guys. But like a couple weeks prior to us even, you know, recapping this law together, I was in a forest and, you know, mind my damn business as I do. <laughs> and I like, I always love to hug trees. I think trees are just like so magnificent and so full of magic. And like, I feel I've always felt really connected to them. And, you know, St. Finnegan, who we had on the podcast not too long ago, he even says that like, you know, he looks at trees as like a safe haven of like, you know, come here and I'll protect you. Like he feels like mm -hmm. the sense of like protection and just, I don't know, throughout my life, I've always had people kind of give me more and more perspectives on like trees. And, you know, I love to talk about how they have like an underground network towards each other. They, yeah. they support one another. Like they know when a tree is about to fall, they support mm -hmm. it. They like nourish like water and send just more than just energy to one another. It's just so incredible. And so, you know, I'm in this forest now with all this knowledge I have about trees. I'm hugging one of them and I get this download and it was, and I even posted on the story. If you guys saw it and Finn, if you're listening, I know you responded to it and you were like magic. <laughs> there was like this tree that, you know, I walk past all the time, but I don't ever feel the need to like go up to it. This one day I did. And if you were to see the, the photo of it, there was like a rim. It was like a perfect circle kind of right around the tree about maybe like three feet um, out from the tree there was just a perfect circle around it and when I would walk inside the circle I would feel like ringing in my ears mm. when I was outside of the circle like perfectly step out of it the ringing stopped I went back and forth I tested it like and then so I actually went to hug the tree and it was yeah. in both ears it was just like, so incredible awesome and that was a moment where I got a download though I really really felt like a motherly love a really like feminine energy from that tree and that was like a whole new thing for me mm. it got me thinking I was like wait a second I know I'm both masculine and feminine I understand the law of gender I understand that you know everything is both these energies but did I ever stop to think that maybe trees like nature for example have these energies as well and that was a moment where I had that you know revelation I was like oh my god like this tree is giving off such femme vibes right now yeah that's beautiful. and then ever since that day you know I go to the forest almost every day now and I look around and I'm like okay, I want to try and sense the energies. And ever since that day, I've been able to feel like this tree's masculine, this tree's feminine. And so mm -hmm. I just, I think of some homework, this can be a fun little exercise. Guys, go out into nature and try to feel the energies of things. You don't even have to understand what it feels like. I mean, we're going to break it down in just a second. So stay tuned, honey. So you'll kind of know what to look for. But even if you're not like well-versed in like what these energies are, I promise you something is going to come through as it did for me. Amazing. So moving past that, like just to kind of piggyback off of what I just said, like these energies are in everything. And just like in nature, if feminine energy were like 
because here's the thing. There's also a different um, description of this law on Google, which says that it states that everything has its masculine and feminine qualities and that everything also has a gestation period, mm-hmm. which this part I think is huge. And again, another revelation in this for me, and I'm going to break it down in manifestation too. So okay. like I was saying, so just like in nature, if feminine energy, right, exists, you mean, we want to think of it as like the feminine energy, if it were to be like the seed mm-hmm. then masculine energy would be like the pollen. Okay. Okay. And if the feminine, the seed or the idea, it needs to be fertilized by the masculine, the pollen or the Mm -hmm. action, right? We can think of it that way when it comes to nature. And like a seed also cannot come into fruition without fertilization and pollen is useless without a seed to pollinate. You know it. Mind blown. I, when I thought of this, I was like, cause now, you know, my gears start turning when I'm, when this tree hugging yeah. started to happen. And I'm like, wait a second, there's so much more to learn here. And yes. so I'm so glad that we're talking about this law today because I am a big fan of nature and what it can teach us. And this is just one of those many things. And when it kind of stems into now, if we're talking about this whole seed pollination, um, fertilization concept, if we were to like go even further and kind of look at it in the way of manifestation, this is what we mean when we talk about like planting seeds. Like I had a thought to walking today outside. I was like, you know, we always talk about this instant gratification of wanting things instantly. We send out a manifestation to the universe. We send out our order. And a lot of us are like, where is it? Like immediately, right? We don't trust that it's already um, on its way to us. Like imagine, like we have to think of these manifestations as seeds. Like it has to get fertilized. It has to go through a process. We have to believe it to be true. Like there's so many different components than just like one and done. And why don't we think about it in the reverse? And like, hear me out. If I were to walk on the street and have a random thought of like, I want that person to get hit by a car. I would not want that to manifest instantly. Like that's silly, right? (laughs) So this this is why it wasn't even expecting you to say something like that. Our world would be just so much more local than it already is. Okay. Oh, everybody would be dying instantly or losing their hair. <laughs> We'd be dropping like fucking flies. Yeah. But it, doesn't that put that into perspective a little bit? Like, if no, for sure. when it comes like, to the positive, you know? Uh-huh. Listen, like, I th- we've talked about this with all the laws, and I totally agree with you. And the planting of the seed, it takes time to grow anything. And if you put toxins in that plant, obviously, it's not going to grow. And yeah, so every time that there's doubt or negativity within that feeling tone, of course, you're not going to grow. Right. So I feel like even with all these laws, and what you just mentioned about the forest is so beautiful because I'm starting to feel energetic fields. Like I sent you something today and I'm like, Whoa, what is happening? And I think it's because we're elevating and we're trusting and we're taking our time and we're connecting and things are coming in our path. Like after we saw avatar, I'm sure really like push something within us to, to connect even more to nature. You know, like I'm constantly every day going to the water and feeling like the energy of just the water, the birds, like, right. So it's just because it's, 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 con- it's connecting to mother. It's connecting to that, that feminine right. energy, but I definitely want to go and see like, if I can feel or determine the different, like, please if it's, yeah, let me know. I'm be so interested. And even just like water too, like that would be my next step. Obviously yeah. the weather's changing. Um, but I would like, you know, when I have the opportunity to go into water and see if I can feel energy in that way too, like, because all of nature's elements hold within it like these energies. And I just think too, like to just kind of 
think about it that way when, when we're planting seeds and what do these seeds mean? Like, again, like look at it in terms of these energies. And I guarantee you're going to view things a lot differently. And I I don't know, for me, it's really helped with patience Mm -hmm. because a lot of times why we are impatient is just because there's a lack of understanding. It's that's simply put, like if we're impatient, it's because there's something that's missing there and there's a lack of some form of, you know, trust, but trust comes from understanding, I feel. So it's in these moments where if we think of it with a different perspective than the one we initially had, we're going to have a different outcome. And for me, that really helps. Like when I put a manifestation out there, I'm like, okay, like does when, when I plant a seed outside, does my flower grow instantly? Like, no, it takes no. time. It needs to be nurtured. It needs to be trusted. It needs to like, yeah. you know, go on so on and so forth. Like there's a period of um, growth that yeah you know, with these things so just just like trees during the yeah. seasons like you know yeah. they're not falling apart knowing that their leaves are going to fall off but yes. it's like you know I think it takes time to get there and and removing all the blockages in your life like I have to say in this space where I am right now I have a lot more trust and faith where I was working on that for so long and so that when obstacles arise I don't question them I'm just like okay well I still, my trust is so deep and so strong Mm -hmm. that I know the plant will grow. Like, I just know that I'm just maybe not ready right now. And something else, remember, we like, we have to participate instead of anticipate because it's like when you're participating, you're enjoying other little surprises that come your way. So, oh my God. Like, yeah, that is a game changer because I I like that we repeat it because the more we repeat it, I hope the sink, like the more it sinks into like everyone's brain, because I've heard Rima say it before, but sometimes she'll just say it another time. And then I'm like, no, that actually clicks. It takes a while for me to really feel and embody. What does that feel like? Yeah. To me that that's like, not blocking other things from coming in the way, but like you have to, I can't explain it really. You have to understand what it means. You have to like go through it. And it typically takes a life experience moment for you to be like, I'm probably yeah. blocking so much from coming yeah, to me. Oh, the blockages of pain. How do you try to block them? <laughs> trying to embark on my spiritual journey. Good Lord. I love it. I love it. Okay, so, well, yeah. I do want to break down a little bit of what these energies mean. And I know Rima's going to give her take too. So you'll get yeah. a couple different perspectives. To me, I feel like even if I think back in certain phases of my life, there's been you know, different chapters where I'm like, oh, I was in my masculine in that chapter or, you know, with this person I was dating and I was definitely in my masculine. Can't say I was ever in my feminine. So I'm sorry, this yeah. is a chapter that I've ever felt, but hopefully one day. Um, but essentially like we're, again, we're trying to balance these yin and yang energies. And I do feel like some of us just are a little bit more dominant in them. Yeah. Um, again, taking like the whole, you know, actual gender aspect out of it. Um, the, this really should be like the yaw, the, the yaw, <laughs> the yaw. <laughs> this should be really the law of like yin and yang or like the law of masculine and feminine. Cause the word gender, I'm sure if it's throwing me off, it's throwing y'all off a ton, but good. Just bear with us. Good. I'm glad it is because there's a reason for it. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Um, maybe because we're in 2022. I don't know. Uh, okay. So historically like speaking the feminine, you know, there's different uh, descriptions of it, um, or labels, if you will, but like historically, what is the feminine think back to like, even like the ancient Greek times when like the men would go out and like fight wars and the women would stay back and like, you know, nurture and like take care of the household, whatever. This is where a lot of these labels come from. And a lot of like the actual energies can actually, if we take away the whole societal 
standards of things, we can actually kind of look at the energies differently and kind of get a better understanding. So to me, feminine is more of like that nurturing, that compassionate, um, intuitive kind of side. Um, it's like the creativity, it's the passion, it's the authentic, like connection. Like, that's why we have that sacred womb for, you know, birthing a child, like we're capable of this like connection, right. That energy is capable of like just such deep, deep connection. Um, it's dynamic and it's perceptive. And if you consider yourself like an empath, like wise and pensive, or feel like an introverted extrovert, it's likely because you're tapping into that feminine energy in a healthy way. And like, we, as feminines, I think like, you know, the ones who have more dominant feminine, we can kind of feel when we're in our masculine, because it's, again, it's, it's such a polarity. It's very dominant. And the same for masculines, like when they step into their feminine, you can really feel it. Right. So an example, and I really want to touch on the intuitive side of things because an example of like, to me, when I see a masculine stepping into their feminine, it's intuition first and foremost. And I feel like that tends to be the first step of them feeling what it could feel like, because when think about it, when we're listening to our intuition and we're being intuitive, there's, um, some sort of shed of the ego that happens there for the Mm -hmm. intuition to be listened to, for that to be, um, for the masculine to be capable of that, you have to shed some of the ego because what listening to our intuition is it's letting go and trusting something that we can't see. It's letting go and trusting a feeling that, you know, our bodies is trying to um, show us or tell us or speak to us with. And even, you know, to go far past that, we're also following it like to listen and then also follow it. Like if you have a, you know, an intuitive guidance to move to New York or, you know, move somewhere else or take the job or, you know, have a deep conversation with somebody, what, what, whatever it is, you listening to that intuition is you stepping into your feminine, whether it be like a small step or you driving 10,000 miles to me, intuition and listening to that is really like the womb. It's like your gut. It's like that God feeling people call like gut feelings, guardian angels. I call them like a God feeling. Like, I really feel like that's me connecting to source, you know, whatever a God is to you. Um, and that's just huge. I think that's like a good first step for anybody. If we're feeling like, we're too masculine or feeling like, you know, maybe we're not finding that yin and yang, that balance between the, the two. I think a big step for anybody in any of those energies to really just look within, feel within. Mm-hmm. And then to go into, um, you know, the masculine a- a- energies, like this tends to be like the application of like action and logic and practicality and stability and willpower, focus, drive. And to me, it's really also like if we want to go to maybe the lower frequencies like sometimes it can also be a detriment to feel like we are maybe putting a guard up maybe we're being you know putting on a tough face like a thick skin per se but like internally we're maybe not you know allowing ourselves to really feel our emotions like we're trying to tough it out in a sense and I know you know growing up I there was a period of my life and you, you guys have heard me speak on it where I didn't have the greatest upbringing um, at certain periods. And, you know, it relates a lot to trauma with my father. And so for me, I put up a big guard after that because I had to really raise myself um, through like my teenage years and it was all on me. And I had this huge, and it's, you know, I'm still working on it to this day, this trauma of like abandonment. Mm-hmm. So a way that I've always kind of protected myself was being in my masculine. Mm-hmm. So my guard was always up and I was always in that logical brain of like, looking for the red flags and being practical and not, you know, nurturing anybody too much and, you know, having my stability and being, you know, focused on my career and having that, that drive to just be, you know, dominant. 
Mm-hmm. That to me was me and my masculine. And so if any of these things are kind of arising for you of like, oh yeah, I've, I've noticed points in my life where maybe I felt that way. Um, then you're starting to basically understand the law of gender, you know? Yeah. And and I'm interested to hear from you, Rima, like what you feel like those are and, you yeah. know, your take on them and maybe some examples of when you feel like you've tapped into both or. Oh, for sure. I think we're, we're on the same line in terms of like what we feel both masculine and, and feminine energies are. And I think like the reason why I love that they say gender is because I really feel that we are all one consciousness. Like we are one, like, yes, we have the yin and the yang of the feminine masculine. And this is where it can get really confusing to some. And I feel like with the race consciousness and with the upbringing conditions and the layers of judgment, you know, we often find that, you know, if you look like you have feminine energy in, in, an, in a male and a man and masculine and female, we're right away triggered to say, oh, well, then you should, you know, you're gay or you're, right. you're not in, in the right space or in the right body. And it gets really confusing. And so I think that like for gender purposes, it is all about feeling tone it's about how we feel in our energy and so it's like it's not wrong to feel one or the other it's who you are like I I'm definitely more feminine energy than I would be masculine my masculine just like you is usually when my guard is up or when I feel like I'm in fight mode but that can also kind of be a very negative feeling because if you don't understand the two dynamics, it could be taken to a very negative way. And I'll, I'll I'll touch on that. So I just want everyone to know, I think maybe that's why it was called the law of gender, but I feel like we all have both. It's the yin and the yang, you know, we're all one at the end of the day, we all feel different feelings, but we can all relate in some senses. So it's like the law of oneness connected in that way. It really well. is. It's like the yeah. law of oneness vibration. Like everything is one. Like we are consciousness. Like that's the truth, right? So it's just, we're going to break it down just because we are talking about the laws. But um, so I feel like there's two sides of energy and I think you touched on it, but it's, there's a positive side and negative. So I feel like positive masculine energy is based on the knowledge, which include, like you said, action, willpower, focus, drive, clarity, goals. Like usually people, they, they feel like they're a natural leader that fall under this energy. And I feel like I'm a natural leader. So that was very interesting to, to know that. And so if you're great at like problem solving or like to plan life goals, me mm-hmm. motivated, driven, like all those things are very good in, in, in crisis. Like we know when we got attacked by turkeys, like I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, it's okay, Chelsea, like we got this, but see, it's like, there's a difference because I'm nurturing, but also good at tapping into crisis mode. So it's like, there is still that yin and yang of togetherness. So that's why it's like, it's interesting how they like kind of break this up. Those are and definitely so, masculine turkeys for sure. Yeah, right. So it's, just, it's <laughs> interesting. I really like to know that because I want to. I want to dive deeper into finding out what those really mean. But then when you're in your negative masculine, you're constantly on the go, never rebalancing your energy. You're leading with fear and negative ego. You don't allow your beautiful temple to rest. You sometimes fall into negative masculine energy. It looks like operating from black and white rather than looking at the whole picture you consider yourself an a-type personality a perfectionist struggling to stay motivated like impulsive decisions chaos feeling lost that's when you need to tap into your feminine energy more like when you start feeling those things arise it's because you're too much on your masculine energy and your yeah. and negative ego together and you're not allowing yourself to balance. So it's like a lot of people also drive in this energy when they're hurt. Right. And they mm-hmm. feel they need to be like more assertive. Um, 
I definitely, like we talked about this once, I think I was going through um, a breakup and you're like, you know, you're, you know, you've changed, your personality has changed a little bit. And I realized like, I'm in my masculine energy. I'm just on like survivor mode right now. Like, I'm right. just like, go, go, go. Like, I don't have time for the like you know I'm just yeah so it's just you know sometimes and it was so good that you said that because it it makes me aware of like oh cool that's my masculine energy right nothing bad about that it's just it's like just to figure out okay like I need to balance it a little bit with my feminine like when when and it helps you identify it like okay this is the feeling that I can attach now to what you know, this is like, I know what this feeling is. So if I ever feel it again, I'll understand it when it arrives. Yeah, exactly. And of course that's communication with when you're in in a tribe, like you, you get to know each other, you get to know like where you're at, what your masculine looks like, what your feminine looks like, you know, sometimes when you're in relationships and you're always balanced, and then all of a sudden you go strictly to masculine energy and the other person doesn't know how to relate to that. We oftentimes think that that person's changed. But it's not like we should ask, like, what's going on in their lives? Like, what what can I do to help? Like, let me talk to them. Like, instead of judging, let's all try to understand we do have two energies. And sometimes if you're uncomfortable with these different energies, it's really hard to align. Yeah. Um, so it's always good to to kind of just sit down and rest. Um, and as you say, like feminine, feminine energy is all based on knowing and intuition. Like it excludes, like it exudes creativity, passion, nurturing, authenticity, connection. So most people who consider themselves empaths, just like you said, usually fall into this, which is interesting because when I read that, I was like, Ooh, but men are also empaths. And I'm like, Ooh, well then Mm -hmm. it's all about it's all about energy, masculine and feminine energy. And so it's like, these are like, I love the aha moments when you're like, okay, it's all about energy. And so a lot of people who have that, like, I guess the dominant feminine energy feel so much. Yeah. So that makes sense to me because now I know my friends who are very masculine energy and they don't feel like they're empaths. I'm like, Ooh, that makes like, it's, you know, these are the kind of things I'm learning from. Yeah. I also would love to know when we're going through our menstrual cycles, what the fuck's happening there with this yin and yang energy? Like we should, we, we need to get someone on to really, who's like a professional in because I was just, um, I just finished my cycle, um, about today actually. And my other girlfriend was going, we're linked. So we're, you know, chatting about how we're feeling and we were both feeling the same way. Like we're so in our masculine, but like negative masculine where it's like, F this, F that. Oh my God. Like the slightest thing in men will just never understand. It's just, and I wish I could be able to like verbalize how this feels but it literally feels like you don't have i mean the best way i can just describe is you don't have any real like logic to your emotions you're just like very um like triggered instantly like things are just like a little bit you're a little bit more sensitive to everything around you yeah you're definitely sensitive but i also think like those are and then but then you're in your feminine too because you want to cry you don't yeah. know when they're going to start to cry either. But those are times to just listen, you know, like sometimes you just have to sit and listen to what your body needs at that point, yeah. you know? So, but definitely hormones take place. But the one thing I really loved about a feminine energy, it's like, especially when you are spiritually confident, like you are the person that lights up the room. Like, you know, like when people are like, oh, you're the light, you're the light. It, that That's all feminine energy, which was interesting to, to see. Right. But then negative of feminine energy this was really awesome it's when you're in the place of victimhood or Mm. negative ego or struggling to find yourself you become overcome with emotions from others 
Some call it depression. Like that means you need to tap into your masculine energy more, but to be fair, like we need both to balance. Right. So example of each, and this is, I got this from online. So it's a quote. So if you're feminine energy dominant, you are the person other, you're the, you're the person other people will go to in order to get an honest opinion in a safe place. So that makes sense. You're known for your integrity and you will advocate as like for the underdog. Your power is connection and creativity. However, you may get stuck caring for everyone else while neglecting your own needs, or you might get weighed down by your anxiety, which obviously all leads to being an empath. Um, so that makes sense. And then if you're masculine energy dominant, you are the person other people will go to when they need someone to step up and take control. You can move mountains and you love dreaming big. Others will often comment that you seem to be a like a, like a faster, stronger, and better at most things than other people. However, you might also struggle with micromanaging team members, and then you do not take criticism well and get easily intimidated. And that often leads to burnout. So I remember I was listening to this podcast, Man Enough podcast, which I am obsessed with. I love this podcast, but you know, there's some things they talk about, which I feel like they need more like spiritual awareness sometimes, because, you know, we do talk about a man and a woman in this world and how, you know, men have responsibilities and women have responsibilities and the things that unfortunately have happened to us the way we were raised. I totally get it. But Jay Shetty was on there and, oh God, he said something that really like hit me because they were talking about him and how he feels about gender and, and so forth. But he's like, I'm consciousness, like I'm one, you know, and I realized in that moment, it's like, we are all one, like we're all trying to find a title that kind of feeds us to make us feel seen. But the truth is we need to work on seeing each other just as who we are without the title. Yeah. You know, like we all have had struggles growing up, some more than others. And unfortunately, you know, if you're not raised in a very comfortable environment, then you feel like you're different than others. But that feeling of being different creates like a really great segue of your journey of finding out who you are. You know, I'm six one. All my life, I felt like I should have been like five, five, like I should be in like this little girl. Like that's how I've always felt like I'm in the wrong body. So I totally you know, understand how some people feel like they're not in their right body. But if you look at it in a conscious level and know that this is your beautiful vehicle that was given to you. And as you said, like we are, this body is basically like the vessel of what we need to, to kind of get guides to come into us. Like, what's that word I'm trying to use in order to connect to our highest selves. We need this vehicle. And it's, it, our body is like the garden of our soul. We're like just a conduit. to source. We're a conduit. And so, you know, we sometimes may feel different energies. And I really feel like if anybody feels uncomfortable in their own skin, really like find out what kind of energy you are and what, how you feel and what that looks like. And I really feel that everybody's entitled to do whatever they want with themselves. It's Absolutely. their body. It's their, it's their life. It's their journey. Like no one should have the right to judge anyone else. What we need to start doing is asking questions of what can I do to make you feel more comfortable? Mm -hmm. What can it's I hard. do to see you? No, for sure. And, and, no, I, and, and I'm sorry, I say that because it's, it's not because like it's, hard. it's just like you're going against, and that's why I have so much like honor for, for people who do step out of that. And like, you know, 
me and Rima like really try to come on here and just be our true selves and like yeah. for someone to have to feel like for them to be happy they have to completely go against society that's what makes it tough because yeah. it's the people who don't understand yet or in this lifetime that we are all one consciousness yeah. and then that's where the judgment comes through and you're constantly having to like feel like you're trying to change the world almost and you know what, like I honor the souls before me that have come to this world to make the difference for us to live in the right. society we live in today. Like you were saying, like, you know, back in the day, the men were out working, women were taking care of the children, nurturing, taking care of things, didn't have a life outside the house. Like we have all, did, we have done our, the people before us have done everything they could to fight for our own rights. And we continue to do so. And those I feel are the people who don't feel comfortable in their skin because they're making a change for the world for oneness and so yeah so it's like we always have to fight and we're going to have to try to speak our truth as much as we can and I feel like the veil is getting thinner in this world as much as we can and the more children we have and we can raise them in a place of understanding and belonging and truth the more the next generations will feel better. Like I see my daughter at school. It's totally different than when I went to school. Like, you know, everybody accepts each other for who they are. There is not much bullying at her school. Like it's amazing. Yeah. And it's about speaking the truth and, you know, teachers aren't putting kids down as much, you know, there's disabilities and there's different, you know, people look at mental health, not as, Uh, medical disease like they're actually looking at as okay like there's trauma or there's something within you that needs to be looked at and and monitored and loved like it's that makes me feel so good yeah a fear I have is bringing kids into the world like it's not I'll still do it obviously one day but you know it, it it happens when you're exposed to a ton of negativity at once you tend to have these lingering thoughts of like uh how is this gonna play out? But and then you know my own fears too of like my own experience through high school. Um, I was listening to Alex Cooper actually on Jay Shetty's podcast. She's yeah. the, um, her podcast is number one right now in the world. Call her daddy. And so the, Jay Shetty actually just interviewed her, and she you know came out and spoke about her bullying through high school. And I was like, man, I completely. I don't know if it's a brainwash per se, but like I definitely forgot about that time of my life. Like I definitely have, you know, healed the karma and, and gone through it, but to kind of have her um, c- bring it to light and her experience really like reminded me like, oh, I went through a very similar experience and high school was not fun for me. I did get bullied constantly over and over, but like these things pushed me again back into my masculine where now I'm like trying to be more in my feminine, but it's interesting. It's so beautiful to hear that it is shape-shifting. Like we are shifting yeah. into like a different consciousness and like, oh, yes. that's beautiful. I and love it's that. Our job, and it's our job to speak our truth and talk about it. Like it's our job to to continue to um, spread the word of change and love. You know, like I had the same as you, like I was bullied all my life, school, family, friends, everything, you know, and I didn't want to bring a child into this world based off fear of them, them going through what I went through. And then luckily I was gifted with my daughter who allowed me to heal those fears. But then not only that change who I am and grow and evolve, and I'm able to change the world through her you know, by parenting her in a way of learning who she is and living life in her truth. And, you know, every day that goes by the pain that she has gone through, because kids do go through pain, we can't stop pain, because we children and people need pain in order to evolve and learn. But now she's at a place where she's so happy. And I'm like, Oh, like all of that crap to go through just to see that that one moment, 
it's like, okay, my job, like my job is I'm doing a good job and, and I can continue doing what I'm doing. So children, I think is a blessing in that sense, because it allows us to heal our wounds, but it also allows us to understand life and, right. and, you know, so, um, so anyway, I just feel like there's so much more to talk about in terms of this energy. And I want to also yeah. look into it, but I know like when we talk about manifesting, cause really a lot of people look at the laws of manifesting. So like, let's touch on that a little bit. Like, so to manifest what you want, utilizing this law of gender, learn to pull from the feminine and masculine energy as needed. So in any scenario, the person who's successfully balanced with the two most like the, to the situations of wisdom beyond their years, it's because they've learned to balance both. I feel like, and it's funny you're saying this and I'm saying this at the same time, but sitting in nature is very important, but listening to your thoughts, listen to them. Like, don't judge them. Just listen to them. What are they telling you? write it down. By the way, this is homework. (laughs) Homework. H to the W. Write it down. What are you feeling that is negative? Then replace them with a positive, you know, write down what you need to balance each other out. Like for example, a type personalities like to be in control of their lives and others. That is a negative trait. What can you do to balance it? Let go of expectations, trust in others, seek help, be more vulnerable. And with that, you'll be able to balance that feeling, you know, and then you can still be in control of your life without feeling that you know it all or taking it all on yourself. Yeah. The visual I'm getting is sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You you know, like in school, like on tests, sometimes they'll have like multiple choice, truth or truth. Yes. I always pick C. (laughs) <laughs> or all the above c c c c but there's the matching where you have to match like yes or to the whatever i yeah. when you were saying that like i had this visual of homework of like okay you do like a kind of like a t-chart and if you're going through your emotions on a separate piece of paper and writing down the ones that aren't serving you then you can kind of match them is this masculine or feminine energy map yeah. map to the one that you're in and if it's a negative masculine or a negative feminine then ask yourself what's the polarity of this so that i can change it or transmute it is a better term yeah um, and then once you transmute it then you can kind of look back and say okay like i can just visualize the right side now of that being all balanced once you kind of transmute whatever you're feeling and kind of connect them is that making any fucking sense yeah, I will. I'm listening to you. And this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if anybody's listening to this right now, they won't understand what the fuck she's saying. But this is what I was thinking. But if you have been with us through the ride from beginning to end, you would totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> like that is what was going on in my mind. I was like, I totally understand what you're saying. But, but that's because you know me. If, no, no, no. Because I understand it with everything we've learned since yeah. January. But what I'm saying is if someone just stepped in, I would like you all to stop right here. Go to the beginning, please. Because you will not really understand this concept of transmuting energy unless you've kind of started from the bottom. Now you're here. Now you're here. Point is, go get the <laughs> paper, write down all your emotions, and then try to match it with either masculine or feminine energy at the end. <laughs> The best is when you're talking about this and I'm thinking, the best is you're talking about this and I'm thinking, yeah, like I totally understand what she's saying. It's like another language to me, like, but I understand it. It's avatar language. I love, but see, this is what I love about our evolution of friendship and star seeds and where we've been. Like, if you think about it, so it's been like 10 months now, look how much change has happened in 10 months. 
so much change. Wild. So it's like, you know, and the thing is we apply these things that we, we talk about and, and listen, we fall back too. like, don't get me wrong. We're not like angel, perfect people. Here, but, um, <laughs> I, I don't think we'd have a following. No one wants to follow perfect people. No, but, uh, but we've learned so much from it and we're taking it like, listen, my days are so full that the old Rima would go into burnout like 100%. But now I'm like, no, I need to go and rebalance. So I make sure I make that as a priority in my day, no matter what, if not, I'll get sick. Yeah. And I can't do anything if I'm sick. Um, so it's all about balancing, 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 like setting your intentions and also showing gratitude. But if you feel like you are, your personality is a little different on a day, sit down, take a deep breath and just be like, why am I in more of my masculine energy today? Like, what am I trying to protect myself from? Right. You know, That's and it's so important to understand what both energies are. Otherwise yeah. you wouldn't be able to understand which one you're in. Yes. And then if you're too sensitive, be like, why am I so sensitive? And this is not only energy. This has a lot of other things that are coming up, obviously. Like there would be like, you know, pain, limiting beliefs, fears. Yeah, exactly. Hormones, all all of the above. Diarrhea. Oh God, don't even start on that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even, listen, the the shit that comes out of us, (laughs) no pun intended, like sometimes I'm like, how much do I need to purge? Like Jesus. <laughs> oh, I had to. I know it's TMI, but the, but the truth is, when the beautiful thing about our bodies, it's like okay, there it's telling us something. Yeah, it was, you know that's what I'm saying. I've always said that like our like source has a different language than English, French, Spanish. Like it's not when I say language, like it's energy language and that's really what spirituality is is understanding the language of energy and so when your body is you know creating an energetic frequency that seems off that's out of that yin and yang you know balanced state there's questions to be had and that's all we're saying is like sit down and ask those questions and see what comes up for you yes yes and then maybe you want to sit down and do a pie chart Whatever you want to do, just do, but, but a pie chart would be cool. I have a, actually, you, you will die if you what? see this. Oh if my you God. Have... So that's, what's funny is I have so many notebooks because since we started this, I've been writing like crazy yeah. because I forget, but wait, I like, I just, I just have to prove my point. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you can't, obviously, if you're listening, I just um, showed a pie chart. She just showed me a whole pie chart you know what it looked like it looked like when you do your birth chart reading which i fucking have still not yet to do with you god okay it's not meant to be yet so many people are asking me to do that too lately it's interesting i want to know (laughs) and i already have i think i've like figured it out at this point because i've known you for so long so it's not going to be that you know magical anyway do it no it will be magical reminds me of that like anyone who's who's done their birth chart you know the like the actual circle that they give you showing you where all the aspects were when you were born it's pretty much what she just showed me oh cool so there you go i'm connecting but like i just feel like there is a notebook with me at all times yeah um there's incense and a lighter with me at all times times. just in case i need to burn something and honestly guys like just take that time for you like it's it's important the questions that you were saying like to ask i think we've talked about this like sit still and and ask yourself, what must I become? What do I have? What do I need to let go of? And what do I need to do? It's like, it's always the, the, every time you've hit a wall, sit down and ask yourself that. And the insights that start coming are really interesting because sometimes we think of things that we're like, we can never do that. 
but it's coming to us for a reason. So I'm like, you know what? Damn right. I can do that. I'm going to do it. So it wouldn't have even been a thought. It wouldn't even been a thought. And law of action is my favorite action or favorite action, favorite law, because (laughs) it's like, I want to say yes to everything. (laughs) We y'all. What fucking language is that? I can't speak. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, it is. Oh. Um, that movie with Jim Carrey. Yes, man. We yeah. Just, yeah. We need to watch that. I feel like that. Oh my God. Is, yeah. Uh, yes to everything. Me. Like imagine if you said yes to everything. Sometimes, you know, you'll go in and you're like, we'll be on a dirt dirt yes to well, no, no, but imagine. <laughs> You're like, maybe I shouldn't just said yes to this, but your intuition's like, you must leave now. Okay, I tried. <laughs> I said yes. I've been Following in those situations. The golden thread. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's the law of gender, y'all. And we have one more law to go, the law of correspondence. Whew, and then we have Halloween. Yeah. And then we have some other things to break down with you, but just wait for the Halloween episode. <laughs> There's lots of that. I can't wait for that. So yeah, we have one more. So next week's going to be... Um, we're breaking down the last universal law. We're going to be completely um, closing off the series. So sad. And then uh, following that, we're going to do a Halloween episode for you, which is literally just going to be me and Rima having fun. There's going to be, you know, it's just trick, like trick or it, treats. Yeah. Trick or treats. Just come for some jokes and some laughter. And then also um, to hear about what's coming next for star seed sisters. So to get some updates of, what you can expect from us planning for 2023 yes honey. lots going on yes. uh, and we're gonna be dressing up and there's gonna be yeah i'll just say i have so much to say but i'll just say <laughs> for the last few episodes and i'll just do my job i'm just gonna pull the card. <laughs> i don't know what the energy is lately but i've had this like what, what do you want to call that like a, a i just i just can't shut up Oh, that's awesome. I'm Lately, totally opposite than you. I'm like, quiet. I recharged too much, I think, in the last week. And now I'm oh, just like, yeah. that's awesome. That's amazing. I, yeah. Sometimes until you overshare and you're like, what am I doing? Shut no, up. No, but we, we're, we're in a comfort of, of family right now. So when we see each other, right now, and right remember, now. We, like, we're not, so we're not physically together. And we haven't been physically together in a very long time. And we don't see each other or talk to each other all week. So it's like we have so much to say, right. you know? But I mean, like in general, I've been doing that, like not even just with, with you. Oh, like, good. I'm good strangers. for you. I'm just like, what is going Amazing. on? Amazing. I'm so opposite. I'm like, I think I talk too much during work. I'm like, I am like, I tell my daughter, I'm like, mama is quiet time now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So this is crazy guys. So I just pulled a card from the Rose Oracle and the card that popped out was trusting the seasons. And so oh, what's crazy though, is this Rose Oracle, like it's been feeding. Okay. So this morning, um, hi, Brittany, if you're listening, happy birthday, my Libra queen. Um, so she, my, my friend, Brittany, <laughs> just calling her out right now, but she had a birthday today. So this morning I did a surprise pick a card for her and I shuffled and I, you know, I got a card for her and gave it to her and it was this one. Oh, cool. This is just crazy that it popped out. And I don't know if you heard me. I was shuffling. Okay. <laughs> and if you come to my TikTok lives, which I've been doing, follow me on TikTok. It's Chelsea Smith. Because they didn't have Chelsea Smith. <laughs> um, but I do like Oracle Oracle readings and stuff. And you know, I can speak English on there. I, I <laughs> know today, but I do speak English. And um the, the Rose Oracle just never fails. Like it just will bring up like duplicates of stuff that's just wild sometimes. And I don't know, it's a fun time. Come hang. Okay. So trusting the seasons. I don't know why I'm showing you on the camera because no one can fucking see that. But oh my god, she needs I also don't have the book, so give me two seconds. 
Oh my gosh, this is too funny. <laughs> we're, we're taking it second by second if you can't. Deep breaths. Okay, so Trust the Seasons is a card about embracing change. It's a card about cycles of life, transition, growth, and it goes like this. Hmm. Our disconnection from the earth and her seasons leads us to believe that we should be in full bloom all year round, that we should grow, grow, grow without leaving space to cut back. When we focus on the never-ending bloom, we forget the importance of all of life's phases. The rose, like all of nature, teaches us this every day. She's forever showing us how to embrace the ever-changing seasons in an ever-changing world. We're not meant to stay the same. Relationships aren't meant to stay the same. Life isn't meant to stay the same. Nothing on this planet is meant to stay the same. And the seasons teach us that. Night and day teach us that. Time and age teach us that. Birth and death teach us that. We may return to a place, a person, but things won't be exactly as they were. For everything and everyone is forever changing and nothing is static. The more we try to control things and keep them the same, the further away from the flow of life ourselves we get and ourselves we get. Change can be scary for it means surrendering to the unknown of being in the in-between, to being not who you were and not quite who you'll become. It requires a trust in the transformation in the death and order for the rebirth to occur and a deep reverence for all the seasons of our life. The more we resist change, the further away we are from who we are becoming. When we embrace change, we embrace life and nature and forever are we becoming. The sole inquiry for this card is, how can you embrace the changing seasons of your life? Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So deep breath in. We're going to finish off with our outro mantra. Hand on your heart if you're able to do so safely. Which which masculine energy, masculine or feminine? Which hand? Mm, feminine. Or okay. both. Just put both there. <laughs> All right. Deep breath in. Exhale out. I guess the masculine would be the right hand, right? Yep. Only in my pain did I find my will. Only in my chaos did I learn to be still. Only in my fear did I find my might. And only in my darkness did I see my light. Amen. Amen, soul sister, brothers, all are one. And we yes. thank you for coming. Yes. We'll see we you love next you. time. Bye. 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 Bye.